Welcome back to the Self-Conscious Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Cortez. Stay tuned till the end of this episode for some awesome announcements that we have coming up this new year. Joining me on the episode is motivational speaker and Utah Valley University graduate, Albert MacArthur. I came across Albert's motivational videos on Instagram through a mutual friend. And given that we are starting a whole new year, I thought Albert would be the perfect person to start us off. But before we get started, Albert, I'm just going to ask you a question so the listeners can get to know you a little better. What is your favorite hobby and why? My favorite hobby is running track. I've been running track for 12 years now, which is kind of crazy because that is like over half my life. Yeah, so I've been doing it for 12 years and been enjoying it. I ran in junior high, high school, and now college, and I enjoy it very much just the competition and just the places it takes me. Big opportunity to show off like my best skill to a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people don't like running. So the fact that you enjoy it, it's interesting. I don't actually like run all, like I don't run all the time. I'm a jumper. So like I long jump and triple jump. A lot of people don't know what that is, what triple jump is anyway. Some people mm-hmm. know what long jump is, but I triple jump and long jump mostly. Like my coach likes to stay. I'm a four by four specialist which is a relay, which is the 400. You go one lap around the track. And that's the only race I really run, actually Uh run, run. I don't run any more than probably 150 feet. Where it comes down to track and field, a lot of people associate it with just running, but- um, There's more to it. Exactly, there's like the field part, which is like throwing, jumping. You can do like fun stuff like hurdling, you know. A lot of people don't like running and I'm probably <laughs> one of those people that don't enjoy running that much either. But, you know, I'm, I ended up being good at it and it's like that love-hate relationship. Alrighty. Well, let's go ahead and get started with this episode. It's a new year, and with that comes a fresh start, new chapter, a clean slate. With everything that's happened in 2020, like you, I'm hoping 2021 is a whole lot smoother. But as is tradition with the dawn of the new year, we have all set our new year resolutions. But understandably so, a lot can happen in a year. And along the way, it is easy to lose motivation and give up on those goals we set at the beginning. So Albert and I are going to help you stay on track and be less self-conscious this new year. We're going to discuss our new year resolutions, how to stay motivated with your own new year goals, and welcoming everything this year has to offer. So to start us out, how did you make the most of your time last year in 2020, Albert? I just stayed busy. I feel like 2020 was a lot of staying inside, not going out, not seeing friends, not seeing other loved ones. I just kind of stayed busy. I kept myself. So staying busy was my main goal for 2020 when all this broke out. Um, I ended up getting a job. The job I ended up getting was hiring still. And eventually I moved on from that job and moved on to a bigger and better job from there and they kept me busy kept me a little motivated you know to make you know make the money I wanted to make and start a career for myself and kind of like light that fuse for my career so yeah just the staying busy is what how I spent most of my 2020 working working out staying in shape for my next season of track going into next year of 2021. Ashley, do you mind telling people about your motivational page? Because they don't know that you have a motivational page on Instagram. So I created this motivational page, the start of all this going on. It was basically to kind of give motivation, not just the people that see it, but also myself to kind of look back and be like, you know, like, this is how I should be in this situation. And I was hoping that posting them and showing them out to the public, you know, would actually, you know, spring some motivation to others and 
help them get through the hard times of 2020 like I was getting through it. Luckily, I like I I loved it because I had a lot of people message me, comment on my posts and stuff like that and say like, wow, this is like this is great. Like this actually really helped me. Or I had people messaging me like, hey, can you talk about this? What would you do in this situation? All that good stuff. And so, and a big reason on why I made that motivational page, because when you're stuck inside and you have, you can't do the thing that you love most with a lot of your teammates that you, you know, you've grown and seen for like years now, it starts to kind of eat at you a little bit. I'm going to start posting again soon, maybe start posting once a week or so. And then move from there. And as more people follow and more people give ideas, then maybe make something more out of it. Yeah, I was going to say, I was following your motivational page for a while and then you just kind of stopped posting. And I was like, what the fuck happened? Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, it, it just, it, I was going through, uh, I went through some stuff too um, and just working. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I think I need to just get back into it, you know? And yeah. I still have it and I still look at it and I'm just like, I should post today. And then it's just like, I'll post tomorrow. And then they're like, I should post today. And this is like, it, it's kind of like a cycle. And I'm like, no, nah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely need to find a time every week or something just to post like one time about what I did that week and like how I got through certain like hurdles, just kind of motivate people. Like, cause everyone has that one day, at least a week that they just, something that they go through that is really tough and just to kind of hear like run into something even if it's just a post that says like you'll make it through or if it's just a video of someone saying I don't know who needs to hear this but it's okay you'll be okay like Mm -hmm. those are things that people look at and they're like dang I really needed that even though they didn't really think know that they needed that that's kind of what my page is there for is people just kind of run into it and like you know like let me click on this see what it says and they look at it and they're just like, you know, what? I didn't know I needed this, but I definitely, like, I definitely needed it. Well, hopefully after this episode, you'll feel motivated to keep that page going. <laughs> so for me, how did I make the most of 2020? Similar to you, I would say at the beginning of the year, when the pandemic hit, like around March, I lost motivation to do absolutely anything. And I, sadly, I just kind of sat around, didn't really do shit. Didn't really, I just... You know how some people took advantage of the quarantine and I just really didn't. I just kind of maybe took advantage of the fact that I could stay home and spend time with my family. But even then, like we still had to go to school and I didn't even get to see them as much as I wanted to, as crazy as that sounds. Mm -hmm. And then in my previous episode, I did mention that my family went through a family crisis where my brother went missing in April. You know, till this day, we still don't know anything about where they are if they're okay or not but that definitely took a toll on my mental health and it definitely also took a toll on my emotional health and I guess together collectively they affected my overall physical health but I was so distracted with what was happening with my brother I was also getting close to graduating I was completely distracted and other things that just weren't myself so more towards I want to say August of 2020 is when I took a step back and I was like, I really need to prioritize myself because I was drowning in everything that was happening in my around me. So I ended up working out. I ended up going more to therapy. I had gone to therapy before, but with everything that was going, I, I prioritized my mental health and I went to therapy twice a week and would talk to my therapist constantly. I'm also a religious person, spiritual, I guess. I ended up praying a lot. Also kind of started 
following like a lot of motivational pages, motivational individuals such as yourself. Like your videos actually did help me. I don't know if you know that, but they did help me get through some tough times. So I appreciate those videos. And, of course. And then on top of that, I ended up also kind of developing the mindset that I needed to do the things that I've been neglecting myself to do and just take those risks. So what ended up happening for most of my time in 2020, I think I kind of went through like a whole self-growth journey. What probably would have taken me 10 years to go through, I did it all in 2020 because 2020 felt like 10 fucking long years. (laughs) So I had my own little self-love journey. I ended up seeing how strong I am as a person, how capable I am, the lengths I'd go for my family, you know, recognizing that I'm a bad bitch. I've been through a lot of shit and I've come out the other (laughs) side. So really just kind of going through that. That's really where I went. I think that's how I spent most of my 2020 was really kind of getting to know myself in different ways that I probably wouldn't have had the chance to do if not for quarantine and if not for unfortunately the things that happened you know out of everything bad something good has to come out I'm definitely one of those people that have to that has to see the good in every situation sometimes it's not there but for the most part in my opinion I think there is as fucked up as 2020 had been I ended up coming out I want to say a whole new person more evolved I guess and I have a lot more love and respect for myself I have a stronger bond with my family I ended up weeding out people that weren't doing me any good, you know, getting out, getting rid of all those, I guess, toxic energy in my life. And so really I'm, I'm ready to start this new year with positive energy, new motivation, you know, a lot more stronger than I was before. Yeah. I'm the same way uh, when it comes to trying to see the good in situations. A lot of people obviously have stated like, you know, I wish 2020 would just go by faster. I wish this would happen and everything else like that. And a lot of things, like a lot of things happened this 2020, like during 2020 and don't want to bring too much into it. I know people have their different thoughts on it and everything else like that, but such as like, you know, the Black Lives Matters movements and stuff like that, just all 2020 and all the police brutality and everything that like was discussed over 2020, you know, you have those things that you don't want to pass up because that makes the world hopefully a better place overall in the future even the worst years or the worst days or anything else. Like we grow as people, as we sacrifice certain things, we sacrifice a lot of time during 2020. A lot of our loved ones were lost within 2020. I lost my grandmother. It was one of the biggest heartbreaks that I actually went through in a long time, long time. Imagine having to say goodbye to a loved one over FaceTime. I, I live here in Utah, but my family's all in Washington. Like that's where I'm from originally. And all my family's there and I'm packed. I'm ready to go to Washington and see my grandma before she even passes. And my dad calls me and he tells me that he doesn't even know if she's going to make it through the night. At practice, he FaceTimes me and I have to say goodbye to her through like video. And she's unresponsive. She can't hear me. She doesn't even know like probably that I'm there. The fact that I have to like say goodbye and I couldn't be there. The virus did a lot not just the fact of keeping me away from some people I want to be around and my teammates and my coaches and all that other stuff. It kept me from families that I hope that this has gone to the point where I don't have to do that again. We've lost loved ones. Remembering her and remembering the things that she, like what my grandma always told me and 
what she did for me, you know, that stuff motivates me, even though she's, she's gone. I remember going up and I visited my family and I was going through some old stuff of mine from high school. And I actually found like um, a card from her, from my grandma, I think from when I graduated high school, like she said, dear Albert, she said, I am so impressed with all of your achievements, but I am most proud of the kind of kind and fair spirit you have grown into. You make the world a better place. Just reading that, it shows that you don't need a lot of people to believe in you. You just need the people that are closest to you to believe in you. And just off of that, like gives you some sort of power, some sort of like heart to continue on to work harder to keep going. That's what she did. Even though I lost her and it was a tough loss until this day, like, like anytime I visit home and I step into that house, it's unbelievable kind of feeling, mm-hmm. even though it's like that, I know that she's still there. She motivates me. She still loves and cares for me no matter where she is. You know, that card that I found and everything else like that. Those were the positives that came out of it. That motivation that it gave me and to move on because that's what she wanted was me to move on and become bigger and better than anything that I've ever known that I could become in the long run. Finding the biggest positivities in 2020 is your way out of the heartache and the losses that you've, you had in 2020. Remembering fighting to find, see the positives because if you all you think is negative and all you see is negative within 2020, then you've already lost. Whereas when you come out of it and you look back and you see the positives that came from it and how much we have grown as people, how, how so many people came together to support Black Lives Matter, to support, you know, um, one another, one another period. It, it's amazing. And those are the things that are positive in 2020. And those are the things you should remember not just the negative parts. Having that new mindset, what are your new year resolutions? See, this is a hard question because I don't really ever set new year's resolutions. My new year's resolutions are always like, like just goals for like track most of the time or be stronger or something, you know, nothing like crazy. My biggest new year's resolution is just to make a difference. No matter if it's a small difference of, you know, five people or a big difference of 5,000 people. It's just to show people that we can come out of this as strong as we went into it. I just want to show people that we can come back together and we can fight this off and rebuild off of what we lost. That's probably my biggest New Year's resolution is just to make a difference and help people realize that. I like it. I always thought that if you can help one person, then you did it. But I have faith in you, Albert. I think you're going to affect more than one person. (laughs) Thank you. For me, what are my new resolutions? They're not like big out there goals, but I would love to become a morning person because I am (laughs) such a night owl. (laughs) I would love to be one of those morning people who go on a morning run and then drink their coffee as the sun is rising. Do I believe that may happen? I don't know. I kind of don't want to like underestimate myself, but (laughs) we'll see if it happens. We'll see. It's a little Mm -hmm. goal. As for bigger goals, I do plan on studying for the LSAT and getting a a good score so I can eventually get into law school. And I do want to travel as much as I can this new year. Even though we have COVID, I hope that with the vaccine coming through and hopefully people following on COVID restrictions, it will be a possibility. 
But if not, I do just want to keep getting to know myself and I want to make strong bonds with my friends and my family. I also want to get a puppy. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully that one comes through as well. My, my resolution is just to wake up every day and appreciate the fact that I'm alive appreciate the fact that I'm here and appreciate the fact that I have so many loved ones around me that love and support me and want the best for me. I just want to wake up grateful for the life that I've been given. Because you are the motivational speaker here, how can one stay motivated on their new year goals? I think one of the most heard quotes, I don't know who it was from, I can't tell you, but one of the most heard quotes, seeing is believing. If I can see myself doing it, then I can believe that I can do it more than anything. To conquer anything I want to do, I always just imagine myself doing it or I always imagine like what can come out of it if I do it. For example, making a difference. What can come out of it is that the world becomes a better place. People become better people. You want to wake up early in the morning, like you said, you imagine yourself waking up in the morning and what are the positives coming out of that? You get up, you start your day early, you have more time for things, you have a head start on your goals for the day. For those people that are like, I don't want to drink soda anymore. You can also just start small. You don't always have to just jump right into it. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to eat sugar. <laughs> okay. Like I promise you tomorrow, if you were just to cut out sugar completely and go from there, no offense, you're probably not going to last very long. Just start out slow. Instead of eating or drinking like 20 fluid ounces of soda, start drinking one or anything else like that. And start moving slowly. It's okay to not be prepared or not succeed right away because you have time. 2021, it's a year long. Yeah, time moves by quickly, but you also have time to move into it. So don't stress yourself out if you don't complete your New Year's resolution right off the bat because they're made for you to better yourself. And to better yourself, you just gotta move slowly because sometimes moving too fast can cause it to be harder to complete. Then you're kind of upset because you failed or anything else like that. So start out slow, see yourself doing it. Once you see yourself doing it, then start believing in yourself that you can do it. And I think that right there will help you get through your New Year's resolution. I actually looked up who that quote was from. It is from 17th century English clergyman, Thomas Fuller. And the full quote is, seeing is believing, but feeling is the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember the rest of it. But yeah, I think that just that one part, just that first part is big enough. I'm not know? calling you out, Albert. I was just letting oh, you no, know. Oh, no, I was just saying, I was just saying, I was just saying you're calling me out. <laughs> I was just saying just that, that first part. Well, similar to you, I agree. I also agree with that second part of feeling it because you got to feel like you can do it. You know, you got to feel it. You got to envision it. You got to see yourself at that finish line. I would say for staying motivated, like have a vision board, if that helps you, you know, put your what it is you want those goals to be for the year, write down a timeline, like a planner of what it is you want to get done within the month. Some people like to do that. I'm not one of those people. I kind of want to go through mm -hmm. the stages, take it one day at a time. Exactly. But, you know, if you are one of those people, go ahead and do that. But like you're saying, like it's a year, it may seem that it's going to go by fast, but it's also 12 months, 365 days. It's a lot. I really think you just got to take it one day at a time. And like you're saying, if you're not feeling it one day, like you're not feeling going to the gym or you're thinking like, oh, today's the day I'm going to stop being a coffee addict. Couldn't be me. 
you have to, like you said, baby steps. You got to work towards it. Your goals can be short or long. It just depends on you. And it depends what you want to prioritize. The motivation at the end of the day should be what's best for you. What's going to help you move forward in life? What's going to bring you that happiness, that joy? What's going to make you a better person? And I think also like maybe having a good support system, like a good, like a good people you trust, people you love, people you can rely on to be there for you, to keep you accountable or to just check up on you because a lot can happen in a year and you need those people to be there for you when life gets tough. So just having that support system, I think it's also going to help you stay motivated with your new year goals. And you also have this podcast. We will help you stay on top of it. And now you guys are going to have Albert's motivational videos to keep you on top of it too. So really, you got a whole ass community here helping you guys out. <laughs> so what suggestions do you have for someone in regards to mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health this new year? Mentally, I'd say just stay positive. There's so much room to think negatively. And sometimes people don't have enough positivity in their life at the moment or have gone through less positive situations. Think positive. Whether the positive is small, whether it's big, whether it made a difference in your life, whether it didn't. Mentally, you got to stay positive. You got to keep yourself moving. Thinking negative isn't going to get you anywhere in life. I always say life is like a maze. If you're moving forward in a maze, and you keep going and you keep going and you keep going, no matter how frustrating it is to hit those dead ends, as long as you keep going and follow that path out, you're eventually going to get out. Mostly like issues in life. Eventually you're going to get out of it because, but if you're just there and you think negative and you're like, I'm never going to get out of here. I'm going to sit here. I'm not going to do anything. You're never going to get out of it. You're going to continue to stay in that maze and you're just going to be frustrated with yourself the whole time. So to think positive and say, you know what, I'm going to get out of this maze. I'm going to continue to move forward and I'm going to continue to not get frustrated with these dead ends I keep running into. Eventually you'll get out of that, that situation and you'll see like the world in a more positive light. You'll be like, you know, what? I can make it through this. I just got to keep moving. I can't, I can't doubt myself. You have to be just as strong at top as you are on the outside. Your mental health kind of carries on to your emotional because if you're thinking positive, you're going to be happy. You're going to be less upset. Your emotions are going to run kind of wild and be negative. You're going to go through a lot and a lot of it is going to be hard to be positive for, but you got to be emotionally strong because sometimes your strength is what carries a lot of other people. I know me being strong when my grandmother died emotionally and mentally helped out my brothers as well. We got to stay strong. We still have each other. We still have each other's back. Even though grandma passed away, like, you know, she's in a better place. I wanted to let my brothers know like, Hey, look, keep your head up. You're good. It sucks. It's hard, but emotionally we have to stay strong because our grandma wouldn't want us to just freeze and just stop our lives because she passed away. She would want us to keep moving, keep going forward. And whereas like physically, I've talked to a lot of nutrition people. I've talked to a lot of, I've talked to some sports therapists that, and they always tell me like you eat healthier and everything. You don't only just feel better. Like your emotions are better when you eat healthier. Sometimes you, you wake up in the morning and you have to think. And when you look in the mirror and say, do I like the person? person I'm seeing physically do I like the person I'm seeing if you say yeah like I like the person I'm seeing it doesn't matter if you're a hundred pounds it doesn't matter if you are 300 pounds if you say you like the person that you see in the mirror then that's great that is already an achievement for you and that helps you a lot seeing yourself and seeing the person that you like in the mirror 
can up that positive emotion, positive mentality. I look at myself in the mirror a lot and I'm like, do I like the person that I'm seeing? And I don't just ask that question about just me physically, also the person that I am mentally. I look in the mirror probably every day, probably three times every day and ask myself, do I like the person I am? Sometimes it's just like, there's some things that need to change. Sometimes it's like, yeah, like I'm loving like the person I am right now. I become like more than I ever thought I would, but I'm still like, I still have more to go. And I've become more than some people would believe that I would as well. And when it comes to spiritually, just believe in God and believe in everything that he can, he can do for you because it doesn't matter if you believe in him or not. Like, I'll be honest, I go to church almost every Sunday um, the only times I don't is when like I have to go to work or something in the morning on Sundays. And sometimes that happens. But even then, I still pray, I still read a verse in the Bible and think about it and think about why God made me pick that verse today or something like that. But when I go through a situation, I know I have to go to work. If I go through something hard, if I go through, you know, a bad breakup, if I go through losing a family member or something, I know I was like, I need to go to church because Everyone that goes to church knows when they go to church and you're having an issue for some reason that day, it seems like the pastor's talking about your situation. You'd be like listening to like him preaching or you listen to the word that he, words that he's saying. And you're like, wait a minute. Like, how do you know that's going on with me? Like, How do you know exactly my situation? Exactly what I needed to hear. And sometimes that's the case, you know, believe in God, believe in the strength, believe in what he can do for you. Understand that someone is there watching over you and is going to help you through it. And this is to no matter what religion you are, as long as you love God and you believe in what he can do for you, that you'll be okay. Probably more than okay, you'll be great. In 21, just think positive. That'll carry on to your emotions and be happier. Like the person that you see in the mirror and put every single drop of your faith in the Lord and what he can do for you. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I would say mental, emotional, physical, they all go together. However you feel on the inside is definitely going to be portrayed on the outside. Exactly. For sure. I think your mental health comes first because if you're not in the right mindset, then it's going to affect everything else. Go to therapy. If that's something you're interested in, if you're scared, really look into it. See, you got to connect with your therapist, but there's also different forms of therapy. Working out is also one form of therapy. There's also journaling. So there's different ways to go about that. Whatever is helpful for you, definitely do that. And obviously, once you're in a good mindset, once you're not thinking so negatively about yourself or just having a negative outlook on things, it's going to affect your emotional and your physical health. You're going to be definitely, like you're saying, a more positive person. You're going to be radiating that positive energy. And you're going to be a lot more content with yourself. And you're going to see the world differently. And then in regards to spiritual health, whether you're religious or not, whether you believe in God or not, or whether you're spiritual or not, because spirituality doesn't always have to mean believing in a God. It's having faith in something bigger than you, but it can also be having faith in yourself. For me personally, I do believe in God and I do believe in the power of prayer. I always tell myself going into every new year, pray to God. I always have what it is that I want to come to fruition every new year. But the thing I always say is, God, don't let go of my hand. Hold on to my hand every step of the way. Do not let me fall. And if you're not religious, you know, just have that faith in yourself. Believe that you can get there. Just believe in yourself. Believe that you can make it to the end of the day. Believe that you can make it to the end of the year. You know, again, whatever you believe in, it's going to definitely help you in one way or another. Whether that be having a 
just cruising by in a car or being one with nature, meditating, whatever it is, at the end of the day, it's just to help you be a better person. And surprisingly, you will see just how much you affect others. You being a good person is going to be a domino effect. You're going to be changing everybody's day in a positive way. Go into this new year with definitely a new mindset, but have a lot more faith and love in yourself. And I promise you, the year will go a lot more smoothly. And like me and Albert, we're definitely, we're people that see the good in everything, despite all the hardships. So try to see the good in the situation. Try to see the good through the hardships because we've both been through, we both went through a lot in 2020 and we're still looking forward to what 2021 has to offer. What would you tell people who are probably having a hard time setting those goals that they may think are unobtainable, you know, feeling a little self-conscious about them, a little self-conscious, having those self-doubts, what would you tell them? At some point you have to dream, dream big in your life. You got to see a lot of the things that you want to become or you want to do. Ever since I started track and I got into it and I knew exactly what the Olympics were, I knew all this other stuff was, it's a huge goal, but I knew I was like, I want to go to the Olympics and it's going to be one of the goals that I, I try and hit until I can't run track anymore. If I can still stand up on my two feet and jump into that pit, my goal is the Olympics, no matter what. Sometimes you have to dream big. You have to know that, you know, what, it's okay to fail. Just dreaming big and reaching for those big goals, I think is one of the most important parts of you know, going into setting your goals. Don't be afraid to overdo it. You know, you don't want to set those goals where it's like, I want to make a million dollars this year if you barely even work or don't do anything at all. Those are obviously unrealistic goals, but set big goals that you know it's uh, there's a possibility. You know, I know a lot of people don't like them, but I always say like, what if? Like, what if I tried? You know, what if I set this goal and actually set my mind to it? And I actually achieved it. And then you're going to want to set more goals because setting small goals. Yeah, that's great when you achieve it and you feel good when you achieve those goals, but you achieve them. Sometimes you achieve them so quickly, you know, you have more room to set even more goals. So why not set a bigger goal? Why not just be fearless and set a big goal for yourself and say, you know what, Like I'm going to do this and I'm going to achieve it by the end of this year. And I'm going to feel good that I achieved such a huge goal. And if I don't achieve it, oh, guess what? There's a whole nother year ahead of, uh, ahead of me. So I, I'll keep trying. Honestly, with New Year's resolutions, I don't think you ever really fail because you still have time. You can try and try again. No, you don't always just fail. You just have a hiccup and you come back to it and you try for it again. If you're afraid or self-conscious or anything else like that about setting, you know, new year's resolutions that you're afraid that you might not hit. That's okay. Set them, hit them. You know, like I said, I wanted to go, I want to go to the Olympics. That is such a hard goal. There's so many good jumpers, but as long as I believe that I am on that level, I am ready to succeed and get to them and hit that goal. I know that someday I will actually reach that. As long as I can stand up on my own two feet and still jump into that pit, I'm going to I'm I'm going to reach for the Olympics no matter what. Like you said as well, just take the risk. Risks are meant to be taken in life. 
sometimes they don't turn out. Sometimes they do. And when they do, it's a lot more rewarding than not doing it at all and not knowing if it was a possibility. Dream big, reach for those huge goals because achieving a bigger goal is better than achieving a small one and way more rewarding. Don't give up on those goals, no matter the hardships and the hurdles. I like that. I think we're just always scared of taking that risk. Our biggest critic is always ourselves. So we judge ourselves so harshly and we think that we're never going to achieve what it is that we want to achieve. We're human. So having that self-doubt is such a human nature thing to do. And we're always going to be our biggest critics. We're always going to judge ourselves so harshly, more so than anybody else. So I think how we have to go about the new year is having that faith in ourselves that we can achieve the unattainable, that anything is possible, that you can reach for the stars, the moon, the galaxy, everything and anything. For me, my goal that seems very out there is going to a top tier law school like Columbia or Harvard. And that's not to say I don't think I can get there. I can for sure see myself getting there. But even if I didn't get into a top tier law school, the fact that I would still get into a law school is an accomplishment enough because those very ambitious goals like going into the Olympics or going to a top to an Ivy League law school. While it would be amazing to get there, I think it's also the journey, the journey that we take to get there, because in that journey, you get to see how strong you are. You get to see how smart you are. You get to see your heart. You get to see your soul. You get to see you really just get to see how amazing you are as a person. Well, and that's also kind of, I feel like it goes hand in hand with self-love. Having to really love yourself and believe in yourself that you can get there. When you were talking about the what ifs, my grandma has this saying that says, hubiera no existiria, which means what ifs don't exist. And what that's essentially saying is that you got to live your life without regret. So no matter how crazy or ambitious or out there your goals may seem, whether they be your new year resolutions or just your life goals in general, don't be afraid to take that risk. At the end of the day, the risk is always going to pay off in one way or another. Take the risk because the only person at the end of the day who's stopping you is you. Also, believe that there's a lot of people out there who love and support you and Mm -hmm. they're watching you. (laughs) Yes, some people may watch you because they're judging you and they want you to fail. But there's a lot more people who want you to succeed. And there's a lot of people who maybe you don't know, but really look up to you. So for you taking that risk and doing those goals that you think may or may not be attainable, but you're still going to take them anyways, because you have that faith in yourself, it's going to encourage those people who see you and who look up to you to take their own risk and to achieve their own goals. And really, like, that's what we should be doing. We should be supporting one another this new year. Be aware that there are people who are looking at you and want you to succeed and also have that emotional support because a lot can happen in a year and overall just have a lot of faith in yourself and if you ever feel those self-doubts or feeling self-conscious you always have me and albert to keep you motivated and to help you stay afloat agreed Well, that wraps up the episode. I want to thank Albert for joining us and I'm going to give him a chance to shout out his social media accounts if you want to follow him. My regular Instagram page is Al underscore jumper 2020. And then my motivational page is Al underscore motivation 101. So you can catch me on any of those. You can message me if you have any questions. You can uh, message me if you have anything you want me to talk about or suggest as well and there you go thank you for having me on your podcast it's been a good time oh of course we may have to bring you back for a couple more episodes (laughs) thank you (laughs) 
And don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts to be up to date on what we have going on in the Self-Conscious Podcast, such as upcoming episodes, who our co-hosts for each week will be. Small businesses highlights and so much more. Our Instagram is Self-Conscious Podcast and our Twitter account is at Conscious Podcast. And here are the announcements you guys have been waiting for. First off, I'm going to be having a new co-host. That's right. I'm going to be having somebody right here next to me joining me on every episode. My new co-host will be joining me in early spring and I'm so excited to bring them on and get their perspective on this podcast. I will be dropping the announcement of who that co-host will be sometime in late January. Also, I'm excited to say that we are going to have a lot more podcast collabs. Some of those podcasts include Anthropology in the Time of the Apocalypse with Aaron and Nina, Why Not with Addie and Shawnee, and of course, more episode collabs with my boys, Germs and Ryok from T-Talk. We will also be having giveaways with sponsor supporters for this podcast. There's so much more, but none of this would be possible without your support. So thank you so much, Conchitas. I truly appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Like always, I hope you resonated with this episode, learned something from it. If you like it, go ahead and subscribe to the Self-Conscious Podcast and share this episode with a friend, family member, significant other, sugar daddy, whoever. The more listeners, the better. We post new episodes every Tuesday. Cheers to a new year, to a new you. Eso es todo por hoy. I will see you all next week for a new episode. Until then, have a good one, Conchitas.